0: grace, mercy, and peace to You from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You this day. Lord, as You show us what love is when You get to the heart of the matter. Lord, we thank You that You save us by Your faithfulness. The promises that You have made to Your people. Lord, we would ask this day that you break your word small, fit for our consumption. In your name we pray this. Amen. Over the last couple of weeks, the texts have taken us in to a discernment, to a study of understanding what is love. And looking at it from different perspectives than what we normally see
1: in the world around us. Today we see that love is a matter of the heart.
0: And not in some sappy Valentine's Day kind of way, but rather one at the very core of how we make decisions and understand and discern the choices set before us. How do you make choices? How do you decide? Between life and death, and good and evil. I would invite you this day, if you have your Bible, to turn along with me to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Or you can follow along if you have your bulletin, or if you're going to pick this up on the podcast later, we are beginning in the 15th verse. How do you decide between life and death and good and evil? The reality is is that this should be no contest. It should be quite obvious. And yet we know from the very foundations of creation as God had given Adam and Eve the command where they could eat of anything in the garden except for the one tree...
1: the tree of the tree of knowledge of good and evil that the choice that
0: they are tempted and led into making and that they ultimately decide for themselves is to rebel against God to forsake all of the good gifts that he has given them in the garden of eden the provision that he has offered them and to forsake
1: that life in face of the curse of death. Yet there should be no contest. But how we choose
0: is a matter of the heart. We either love God or we rebel against Him. And because of our inheritance from Adam and Eve and that inheritance of original sin that has been passed down from one generation into the next,
1: we bear this urge to rebel. If the decision is left
0: in our hands whether we should follow God or not, we will always incline to rebel against Him. That is how we are wired in brokenness.
1: We are wired for rebellion. The people of God are about to
0: enter into the promised land. They have been given the book of the law, the tablets, the commandments from God. And they now stand to renew the covenant that he has
1: made with them as his people. At Sinai, he said, this is what it looks like
0: to be obedient. This is what it looks like to be my people. And there was smoke and fire and the earth shook and thundered. And the people said, yes, Lord, we will always be faithful and we will follow you. We will obey And then we know how the story goes. Moses goes up on the mountain to receive the commandments from God. They think he's been gone for too long, and then they take matters into their own hands
1: and build for themselves the golden calf. And so now,
0: as they are called back to faithfulness and they are given
1: the book of the law,
0: Moses now says to them today, I have set before you life and good, and you will not hear it, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that
1: you shall surely perish. We live
0: under the illusion that we even have a choice at all. See, this isn't a matter of democracy. There is no negotiation with God where we come and we say, God, you know, I know that I really screwed up, but I'm really a good person. And, you know, I, I, I really think I deserve to stand in your presence. And God says, well, do you trust me? And you go, well, I wouldn't be trying to negotiate with you if I did.
1: This is not a democracy. And thank God. Because by our own hands, we've managed to screw that up too. We don't live in a democracy. And yet we live under the illusion that we have a choice. We are
0: made slaves of our choices.
1: And choices
0: have consequences, both intended and unintended. And we like choices, we like options, we like being able to decide for ourselves.
1: But we don't. Like the consequences that that often brings. A while back, there was a movie that came out called The Box.
0: And the premise of the whole movie. Is that this couple is presented with a box, and if they push this button in the box, then they will receive a million dollars. But if they push that button, somewhere, some stranger will die at the same time. And so they wrestle with do we take the million dollars? Do we pay off our debts? Do we buy a bigger house? Knowing that someone else's life will be taken in the process, or do we stay where we are in whatever financially decrepit position they were
1: in and at least be able to sleep at night? We like choices. The idea that we can
0: choose to follow God, that we can choose to be saved, and that we can make a decision for Jesus falls flat on its face when we then ask, what would you do without the Holy Spirit? If you had the power to make that decision, why did you wait until now? Why didn't you make that choice sooner? Why didn't you make it at birth if you had the power to
1: decide for yourself to be saved? And yet the truth that Scripture speaks is that we can't make that decision. See, today in our reading, the people of God have already been cut
0: into the covenant as God's people. He's already chosen them. He has already claimed them as his own. He has already called them to be his holy and precious children. And the only option they have outside
1: of following faithfully is to rebel. Thank God that He chooses
0: us and that He chooses to give us a way to life so that our saving, our forgiveness and redemption are results and gifts of His
1: faithfulness in spite of our own. you shared before that one of the principles of hospice care is
0: that hurting people hurt people but just FYI we are all in hospice care we are all dying we are all going to face death one day and there is no escape outside of Christ from that reality so hurting people hurt people Which means that broken hearts
1: make for poor decision-making as well. See, God works within the bounds of brokenness
0: because He chooses to for our sake and not for His own. So I would ask you, where has death and being drawn away to worship other gods and at other
1: altars distracted you? Where has that distracted you
0: from following God with your politics? from following God with your problems at work, with your parenting, with your relationships in
1: general with other people. See, I have said before you today, life and good, death and evil. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live
0: loving the Lord your God and obeying His voice and holding fast to Him for He is your life and length of days. That you may dwell in the land the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give to them. so that as God calls and creates for You a place within His
1: kingdom that He always gets the glory now and forevermore. Amen.